Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cutting the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike, Hello. Claire, hey. and Pete. Hello. And this is our spin-off show where we talk about weird shit we've found on the net that's made us frown, laugh, or just slightly crap ourselves. Yeah, yeah we call it Weird News, and we present it to you in easily one after the other format, so you can digest it in your own time. We call it Weird News, let's do it. Satanic Panic... Pastor Bob Larson thinks Johnny Depp is possessed by pirate demons. Uh, God. It's a little bit of a throwback. I've been saving this one and our schedule has been a little messed, so it's kind of got pushed back a little bit. But I had to, I had to throw it in. Everyone's favourite anti-metal Christian kook, Pastor Bob Larson, notorious for fueling the satanic hysteria surrounding heavy metal in the 1980s, thinks that Johnny Depp's recent behaviour has been spurred on by pirate demons. <laughs> now, before what I get into that a little bit more, uh, do you guys know what the satanic panic was in the 1980s in America? Not it's really. when Christian evangelism saw Satanists everywhere. Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons right. was a gateway to hell. Right. Yeah. Computer right. games were a gateway to hell. Heavy metal especially was a gateway this to hell. This is why on Stranger Things, mm-hmm. I don't, I wouldn't want to spoil anything, but they do refer to it like a satanic cult yeah. as opposed to yes, a the, D&D party. There's a satanic group. cult everywhere, in every town. Yeah, everybody, yeah. They see Satanists uh, having orgies and doing drugs and killing babies and everything. It was mental. And one we day on the episode... We've just started playing Dungeons & Dragons. I've not had any of that experience. Haven't you? <laughs> Well, other than the orgies, but we've not we've not done the eating babies like. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. I mean, um, <laughs> I ate a baby. <laughs> I've got one lined up for next Thursday. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy, and it created the fervent right wing evangelicism you see in the United States nowadays, where everything's Satan. One day we'll do a series on it. It's still there nowadays in the televangelists, you see. It's crazy. I, I find it completely mental. Everything's a devil. Everything's a devil. <laughs> anyway, Larson, Pastor Bob Larson, says, and I'm going to quote him here, There are such things as real pirate demons. I don't see many of them in the United States mainland, but when I'm in a coastal city or when I'm ministering the Caribbean, on holiday... Uh, I see lots of pirate demons, and I've encountered them, and I cast them out. So this whole Jack Sparrow roll, there's a bit of truth to that. And I wonder, did Depp get actual pirate demons from playing his Jack Sparrow role? So basically, this pastor goes up to his elder, the people who are in charge of his church. He's says, in charge of the church. Oh, so... He's he called a pastor, but he's in charge of this church. Okay. So he takes some of the church funding and says, He's a lot of church I funding. must go and rid... The Caribbean of pirate demons. Pete, he takes a lot of the money. A hula hula hula. A hula hula. A girl's holiday. Probably on a fucking yacht. pina colada. Probably on a yacht and then he sucks kids' dicks. Allegedly. Allegedly. What? I think he can get in trouble if he does say that. Allegedly does that. Because I bet you he's anti- allegedly in front of it, you're okay. That's yeah. it, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly molests children. Now, as for Pastor Bob, the evangelist's self-proclaimed exorcist and pastor of the Spiritual Freedom Church in Phoenix, he remains metal's most defiant nemesis. Convinced that metal music was the common thread in mixed-up kids, Larson played a huge part in the satanic panic of the 1980s, and in 1992, 
when he produced a public service announcement with several Christian male acts. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I hate Christian male. Love Jesus! Wow! It's uh, meant to... <laughs> and the music was meant to arrest Satanism, loneliness, and lack of faith. Oy. Oh, I'm going to so fucking create a Christian rock band. <laughs> Pete, I, I like you, mate. <laughs> if you ever create a Christian metal band... I'll allow you to kill me. I'll, I'll kill you. I will I'm sorry. you the gun. <laughs> I'm all framed as a suicide. And then I'll secretly push you as the Kurt Cobain of Christian rock. And you'll make millions dead and I'll rake in the money because I'll just on a contract. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> I thought we were going to start a spiritual metal band called Astral Probe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shit. There's been a lot of metal band ideas floating around on this podcast over the course of the years, but Astral Probe is one of my favourite names. <laughs> Check out Solar Warden. Solar Warden, So, yes, a Christian lunatic thinks that Johnny Depp's possessed by pirate demons and heavy metal is partially to blame. Yeah. That's crackers, man. Yep. And Jack Sparrow. Yeah, well, that's the only reason he's gone with that, isn't it? It's because of Jack Sparrow. If he, he, just, if he hadn't played Jack Sparrow, he wouldn't have pirate demons. <laughs> exactly, he? Yeah. Let's face it. What if he'd have played like a, a Nazi and he got Nazi he'd, demons? He'd have, had, he'd have had Nazi zombie <laughs> demons in him. That would have been terrible. I'd rather, have, I'd rather have Jack Sparrow pirate demon than like Heinrich Himmler Nazi demon inside Johnny Depp. Don't forget the zombie yeah. bit. And the zombie bit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, food for thought. <laughs> Leave it on then. Yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. Swiss football fans slept rough in Milan for ten years after getting lost at San Siro. His reasons just just epic. Uh, Read on. Swiss pensioner Rolf Bantel travelled to Italy to watch FC Basel take on Inter Milan in a Champions League qualifier in 2004. During the match, which ended in a 4-1 win for the Italian side. Bantle went to the toilet but became disorientated and couldn't find his friends after the game had ended. He decided to remain in Milan as he, quote, had no commitments <laughs> and eventually ended up staying for a decade sleeping rough on the streets of the city. Speaking to Swiss outlet Schweiz am Sonntag in 2015, Bantle said he enjoyed the freedom of his unusual lifestyle in Italy. I was suddenly in a different sector. I had about 20 euros in my pocket and no phone, so I wandered into Milan. People gave me food and cigarettes, and one student offered me a sleeping bag. (laughs) Bantle was reported missing after the match, but had no close relatives, and had been living in a rehabilitation centre due to heavy drinking prior to his trip to Italy. After deciding to remain in Milan, Bantle took showers once a week in a public washroom and frequently visited the local library. There was, for me, no longer any reason to go home. I enjoyed the freedom of Milan. Aww. Just went to Milan and... It's just like, you know what, fuck it, I've got a sleeping bag, people give me cigarettes and food, you can shower once a week and... The... Why don't we have communal washrooms in the US? You know, I know why we don't have communal washrooms. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. be used for that, would no, they? No, no, they wouldn't. They'd just be fucking spunk dens, wouldn't they, Spunk basically? or smack dens, one of the two. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't fancy injecting spunk. <laughs> but you'd, you'd be fine with smack. <laughs> Mike, get that bell off your arm! Can I inject it into, <laughs> <laughs> into my scab? Not there! Oh, God, yeah. Not right now, Mike. Fucking <laughs> hell. 
Stop chasing the dragon bug. Stop phoning that dodgy dealer you saw last week. Mm-hmm. Stop it. I love his reasons. Like, well, you know, I have no commitment, so I thought I could start to sleep rough in Milan for ten years. That is quite oh, hilarious. He, isn't he went into a. He's gone into an old retirement home now in Switzerland because he broke his leg. Yeah, he had no health insurance. Had to go back to Switzerland. Um, well, that's good while it lasted, eh, mate? But he said he liked it there, and ten years is enough. A good tan. Sleeping streets on the roof in Milan. Warm, sunny climate. Yeah. Nice, friendly Italians. Fantastic moustache on that guy too. Mm. Oh, I love that story. It's, like, it's almost a bit of a feel-good story in a way. No, I mean, he says he enjoyed it, but did he? He was sleeping rough for ten years. He was lost for ten years. Bless him. He was too yeah, embarrassed. He was, he went, you have to wonder also, like, you know, he's been. He was in alcohol rehab, right? Probably got reasonably clean. His mates probably broke him out, took him to go and watch FC Basel against Inter Milan in Milan. Right, he got fucking hammered off his tits because like a couple of pints would be enough for him at that point. After six months with no booze, he was probably like fucking downing them all day with his mates in a pub. Got smashed off his face. Got completely lost and thought, well, fuck it, I can't go home. I'll just make the most. I got no commitments. I'll make the most of it. <laughs> Where's his friends gone? They just reported him missing and just never went back to look for him. <laughs> Probably ditched him. Maybe they ditched him because he was a bit of a drunken bastard. <laughs> you know, when he had a drink, he was a completely different person. Either way, I like it. He enjoyed his time, he says. Yeah, happy days. Fair play to him. Moving on, Derbyshire Calf threatened over blasphemous sandwich. <laughs> Derbyshire Cafe. That's what I said, calf. I know, but you might find a lot of people who won't understand that. Oh, okay. No offence. The Derbyshire Cafe. Sorry. (laughs) Technically, I suppose, yeah. In America, they wouldn't know what a calf was. You're right, Claire, because I said we say it. Calf, it's a calf, isn't it? Yeah. For anyone that's listening abroad, everyone knows the French is versus cafe. Everyone seems to know it's cafe, don't they? It's a cafe. But we say calf. Calf. Because we're common. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I went to Caffa. I went to, 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 to Caffa and made me a fried egg tea. sandwich. <laughs> and someone had put a fag out in it. And, <laughs> it's I, a and I still cat. ate it because it was £1.50. Because <laughs> it's cooking, it's good nutrition. <laughs> so, this Derbyshire calf has been the recipient of a letter threatening legal action and a victim of graffiti, all because of a puny name. Punny. A punny? Like a pun. A punny name. I thought it was. Puny, puny name on one of their sandwiches. Puny name on one of their sandwiches. The Bridge Bakehouse in Wakeley Bridge offers a, a freshly baked handmade goods, including cakes, pastry, sandwiches, and one which has been branded to insult Christianity. Well, if you're that fucking dedicated in your faith, you shouldn't be able to insult it with the name of a sandwich, should you? Should it? Let's face it. Most of the menu has playful names, including Don't Go Bacon My Heart. Are you chicken me out? And Get Your Goat You've Pulled. Just a small selection of the puns on offer in this peak district business. However, the name um, which has sparked this entire saga is the caramelised onion chutney mature cheddar and mozzarella sandwich called Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, that it would be cheesy. 
Oh, that's, it's going a bit far, isn't it? You know, if all of them are puns, it's not just like, just that one on the whole menu, just to take the piss, is it? So the sandwich has been on the menu for the year, for a year, but last week the sandwich uh, name on, on the CAF's outdoor menu has been painted over in white paint and the business has been sent a letter claiming <clears throat> to be from a Christian group threatening legal oh, action. For God's sake. It's yes, right, exactly, for God's sake. The problem is, right... No fucker in that village gives a shit. They're like, yeah, oh, that's a funny one. And it's some fucking lesbian tree... No offence. It's some tree hugger from... It's some, like, I don't know. I'm trying to say it. No, Pete, no, Pete. It's just a fucking Christian. All right, it's... It's some, a twatty Christian. Yeah. Some Christian cunt has walked past <laughs> and gone, oh, my God, I'm going to tell everybody... And they've gone to their church and they've fucking got their pitchforks out and torches. You'll never guess what, they've got a sandwich called a Jesus Christ. But it's just fucking pathetic. Nobody in that actual town gives a shit about that. They all love it. It's some fucking foreign person to that town to that town that has gone, oh, I'm so offended. No, they've said, everyone in the United Kingdom has the right to their beliefs without fear of discrimination. It is a basic human right of all in in what institutions, including bakeries, to have a duty to abide by and protect. Right. So she's actually. I'm saying she. This sounds like a woman to me. It's definitely. No offence. Yeah. It does it's sound a like one. a Karen. <laughs> a right. Karen. Yes. Yeah. It does sound like a woman. This protagonist. You are making a leap there, though. Let's be fair. Could I be am, I am making a leap, and I don't, and I don't mean that in an offensive way. I, I just instantly felt she. That's all. They are saying that it's an insult to Christianity. No, not just that. It's human rights and that. Blah 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 blah. Everyone should have their beliefs. Everyone's got the the right to their own beliefs. Blah blah blah. So she's actually contradicting her own saying <laughs> by doing what she's done she's contradicting everybody else's freedom of being able to do and she do feels she's been discriminated against yeah, but why oh, it's, I know it's ridiculous it is it's, it's too hard to comprehend isn't yeah, it to be honest if it was a sandwich made out of melted babies here's some fetal amniotic cells baby One back bacon. ribs sandwich baby yeah. back ribs exactly baby bell and <laughs> oh my god more like Jesus Christ foreskin <laughs> yeah. then you could be offended but it's like it's called Jesus Jesus Christ it's a cheese sandwich sounds like a very nice cheese yeah, sandwich yeah it does but my point was she's discriminating the company by doing what she's done or, sorry by doing what they've done and graffitiing that's discrimination to them so she's saying, oh, it's discriminating to us, but then she's discriminating... She she's it, saying that freedom of speech... Everyone in the United Kingdom has the right to their beliefs without fear of discrimination. Yeah. It's a basic human right in all, in all yeah. institutions, including bakeries, have duty to abide. So she's saying everyone's got the right, but because I believe this, I've got the right to do that. I, she's just contradicting herself completely in that sentence because she's taken away their human rights... To live it's without the, um, fear of discrimination for what they've called the fucking sandwich. It's the old thing. I don't care if you believe you you know you have unicorns living in your shoes, but as long as when the day comes that you, those unicorns start telling you to tell me what to believe in, <laughs> yeah. I've got an issue with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. 
Well, um, I just think it's ridiculous, isn't it? Okay, so they want them to issue an apology on the cast platform social media, remove the sandwich name and all mention of it from the menus within ten working days of the letter that was sent to them, <laughs> remove any mention of the name Jesus Christ from the sign standing in the Whaley Bridge Parish within thirty days of the letter, make a donation to the Holy <laughs> Trinity Church of three hundred pounds within thirty days. Oh, it's always comes down to fucking money with these people, doesn't it? But the Holy Trinity Church has commented and said it's not come from us. Yeah, of course it hasn't. Of course it hasn't. You twats. Stop molesting kids. (laughs) Is it a Catholic church, is it? Oh, no, they're all the same. They don't care. Well, the cafe's gone back and said that, you know, that on their social media, whoever's tried to cover up Jesus Christ, it's infringing on their business and they... They're thinking of contacting the council, looking on the CCTV, and so they should do. See yeah, who it man. is. Damn terrorism. So it is. It's religious terrorism. terrorism. Yeah. Well, can't but, say yeah. anything, can you? Can't you know? Just walk on, walk on, just read it, and walk on. Don't read it again. I mean, if I want to open a cafe called Aaron's Snack Bar, <laughs> <laughs> I've been my rights to. That's a good one. <laughs> For years, I thought they were shooting that. Alan Snack Bar. Alan <laughs> Snack Bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me? Yep. Drugs smugglers deliver £68 million worth of cocaine to supermarkets by mistake. Oh, <laughs> and a good day was had by the country of Britain. <laughs> uh, cocaine worth almost £70 million has been seized by police after it was mistakenly delivered to supermarkets in banana shipments. Workers in stores across the Czech Republic discovered the drug as they unpacked crates of the fruit which are thought to have come from Colombia. I wonder how much of that went missing before it was uh, seized by the police. Well, (laughs) they found £2,200 of the drug with a street value of around £68 million. It was moulded into cubes around the bananas. Well, cubes around yeah. the bananas. Weird. That is quite weird. These are studded bananas. Anybody working in those supermarkets, right? When you think how many there would have been, because if that was just shipped to each supermarket from its main from its main depot, I'm assuming it's not gone to one supermarket, has it? That's gone to a few. Oh yeah, totally. So how many of them were completely straight, clean guys or gals? How many of them were like, the fuck is this? Oh my, oh my it God. Is a, <gasps> it is several stems. Stick some of that in your yeah. pocket kind of thing. Yeah. Supermarket workers in the capital city Prague, as well as in the towns of Jisin and Rishnov nad Knensnu, I think, first reported the suspicious blocks with police dispatching dog units to investigate. <laughs> Well, quote, the criminal investigators found that goods of the same batch were distributed to several other places in the Czech Republic, said the Czech police. Therefore, in cooperation with the Customs Administration of the Czech Republic and other entities, it is currently conducting inspections of these places and other actions, which are a lot of fancy words that mean nothing. In other words, we're looking for the coked up bananas. In other words, Go away. we don't think we've got it all. Yeah. yeah. So in some stores out there... There clearly has been some dodgy store managers that have gone, oh, don't worry, it's the new packaging. 
don't throw it away, put it over there. I want to inspect it. <laughs> rubbing their gums with it. <laughs> oh, that's pure packaging. <laughs> what you've got to look at there is the managers of the shops are also in on it. Yeah, it shows that it could be a really large operation. Yeah. This is just a little bit that's been this seized. This drug cartel has infiltrated oh, key employees, <laughs> has infiltrated highly educated members of their organisation into management positions within several supermarkets in the Czech Republic <laughs> in order to flood the Czech Republic with cocaine. Mm-hmm. And it just so it's happened that the one manager was off with Covid the one week. And the guy in charge was off with Covid that week. The cocaine-wrapped bananas were instead unpacked by his junior member, Janicek, and he reported it to the police because he wasn't in on it. It was a need-to-know basis. That's my theory on this. We're through chink in the chain, Mm, doesn't it? We're through the looking glass here, people. See the Scooby Doo's bloody. (laughs) We've gone away with it. It wasn't for Yanisek. What do they call them? The Scooby Doo kid. Like what's their? It's the Scooby Doo gang, aren't they? No, like it's something to do with the bus. Oh, the mystery machine. The mystery Mm. machine. So it's like the mystery machine ain't got shit on us. (laughs) 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 Shit. Doom. Check your bananas. You yeah. might find a pleasant treat. Who knows how far this webcasts? Moving on. Yes. A giant step for hamkind. Hamster survives daring trip into the stratosphere on a flying balloon. Seems kind of cruel. Yeah. Why was it afraid of heights? Hang on. What I want to know is, has the hamster got a little cute space helmet on and a little suit? The space ham reached a maximum altitude of 14 miles, that's 23 kilometres, and is in good health after being safely recovered from the sea. Uh, okay, what benefit does this have to the human race? It means that when we get our houses on the moon, we know we can take our pets with us, and they're not going to explode under the pressure. I don't know. Yeah. Who fucking knows? The hamster wasn't just in a basket, though. It was enclosed. Carry on, Mike. Sorry. According to Iwatani Geekin, the company behind the daring experiment, and the hamster was placed in an airtight cabin, 60 centimetres high, 50 centimetres in diameter, with the same atmospheric pressure and temperature as the ground. One photograph showed the rodent looking wistfully at the window while seven miles above the earth. Nice. The balloon was launched from Maya Kojima, a city in Okinawa Prefecture, and climbed at an average of 6.3 metres per second. A camera installed inside the cabin showed the animal snoozing comfortably during the gradual ascent. Aww. Don't try this at home, kids. Uh, yeah, please don't try this at home. Don't get your pet hamster, put him in his cage, and attach lots of balloons and try and recreate the movie up. So basically, this poor little hamster went to sleep at ground level, Woke up at seven miles, looked out the window, what the fuck? Where the hell am I? He <laughs> uh, thought, oh, bollocks, oh well, just kind of cope with it and carried on and went back to sleep. And I like to think he reflected on the majesty of the blue orb on which we live and the, the sight of it from orbit. Protector. He wouldn't know what it was, but he, Surely, he, like, he must have looked and gone, what the fuck? Where am I? Mm. I've not not seen this before. On one side, life, on the other side, nothingness. I want to know what the scientists gained from it. The company is hoping to bring manned space travel to the masses 
and the experiment was designed to give would-be consumers confidence. If a hamster can survive, you can. Well, that's how most of science <laughs> has been done, hasn't it? Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. Monkey in space, dog in space. Well, the vaccine's tested on first. Rodents. If the animals have survived, we will. Alright, well, I'll take a balloon trip into space, why not? Fuck it. Surely they should have used a guinea pig, though. Hey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I was about to read Reach then as the headline. Reach! <laughs> Wait for this headline. <laughs> my surgeon accidentally glued my cheeks together when I got my bum hole removed. <laughs> what? See, I, I did not pre-read this, by the way, listeners. Sorry. So I, I do apologise for how slow that came out. But as I was scanning through it, I realised what it was saying. <laughs> what? Okay, so Ellie Cunningham has gone viral on TikTok for sharing an ordeal when she underwent surgery to get her bumhole removed in relation to a Crohn's disease diagnosis. But the surgeon had a little mishap. Ah, so she's a Crohn's disease, so yeah, she'd be pooing through a bag, wouldn't she? Yeah. In that scenario. That's a... So it's not a fun disease, no, actually, is it? Yeah, they'd have had to put it into a bag, but... Yeah. Yeah, they still shouldn't have glued her butt cheeks together. No, they should have done that. The dark hair beauty is Crohn's disease and, is, and so has an ostomy bag which collects waste from the body. Not needing to use her back passage anymore, Ellie underwent surgery to get her anus, rectum and colon removed. Hang on, how old is she? <clears throat> Why? Because I'm going to make a sexual joke because I want to know if she's legal. <laughs> she doesn't look very old. She, she looks old enough. 28, 20 old. <laughs> she knows she doesn't want her back passage. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Ah, uh, sorry. That's incredibly sexist. <laughs> and she had more than she bargained for, basically, when she went for the simple operation. Going into surgery to get my bum hole removed, knowing my surgeon was amazing and well-experienced, wakes up to find my bum cheeks together. Glued together. Mm. Luckily... The babe... The babe. That's from the Daily Star. The babe <laughs> has a good sense of humour. And is able to laugh about the very sticky situation. In the comment section, Ellie clarified that what happened and how her cheeks came to be stuck together. Clearing things up, my surgeon sewed my bum and put medical glue on top to keep the stitches safe, but accidentally used too much and stuck my bum together by accident. <laughs> Bless her. So yeah, poor sausage. I suppose. In one sense, though, it wouldn't affect her too much. It's not like she needed a shit and couldn't go because her bum cheeks were glued together. So, in all fairness, her arse is kind of just negligent at this point, isn't it? It's just there for um, physical attraction, I guess. Physical attraction? <laughs> it really does look like a peach. Don't look at my arse, though. I don't think he's attractive. <laughs> well, no, look at my arse. It does nothing else. It's just there to there look is at no my ass. Fucking... I mean, it's the only sense you're going to do to like, really hit the squat rack at the gym. At least there's no winking starfish anymore. It's right? true. It's, he's got a bag instead. It's called the Barbie butt surgery, apparently. Barbie butt surgery. And Barbie doesn't have a butt hole. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're going to tell me now it's like a chosen thing that people do. I, no, I don't think. <laughs> no, 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 one, no one wants a shit in a bag, mate. Yeah, no one's volunteering for that. Yeah. You'd hope not, anyway. No, well, someone might. I mean, an astronaut did, I guess. And that's a different kind of bag. 
And I was just pooing in a plastic bag in space. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and there we have it. I'm in Ben. Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Cut Into The Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. On SoundCloud and most of the podcasting platforms at Cut Into The Bull in the PTA. And YouTube at Cut Into The Bull in... I'm oh, sorry, it's Apocalypse Ball on YouTube. Don't drink... Oh, hang on. What was I going to say? Don't get possessed by pirate demons. Or do. Sounds fun. At least for a weekend. Hmm. I mean, Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Claire. Make sure you get yourself a Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been Pete. If you are a surgeon, don't glue somebody's butt cheeks together. I want to buy a dozen Jesus Christ sandwiches and nail them to a crucifix. Are they still selling them? Because I I think they are. Yeah. Demons. Oh, shit. Yeah, man.